Welcome to Tree Dog Tuesday, only on the Fueled by Joy Working Dog Podcast. Joy Dog Food is one of the oldest dog food companies on the market, starting back in 1945. Since then, much has changed in the pet food industry. But one thing that'll never change is our dedication to our customers and providing the best quality dog food while remaining consistent at the same time. Joy Dog Food is family owned and operated by Wade Graskowitz and his son, Skyler. The two have worked side by side for years, providing superior customer service, products, and resources to pet owners across the nation. Here at Joy Dog Food, we pride ourselves on providing personalized one-on-one customer service to each person that calls, emails, or messages us. For more information on our products, to find a dealer near you, or to become a dealer yourself, visit joydogfood.com or call 800-245-4125. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Tree Dog Tuesday. Uh, just going to be me today. I've got a lot to catch up on. Uh, next weekend, or next week, I'm sorry, next Tuesday, we have a good one uh, with Wade. That is actually available now on Cane Screen Media YouTube channel, if you're a member. So uh, go check that out. But uh, yeah, I've got questions piling up in my inbox. And so I'm going to get to some of those. I'm also going to talk uh, some Cane Screen Media Lead Handler Series and all that stuff. But first, I want to let you guys know that we will be at Jarvis Humphers Memorial uh, this weekend down in Vicksburg, Mississippi. And so I think it's in Vicksburg. Yes, I think so. I'll check. But either way, the $100,000 hunt, uh, we will be down there covering that with Kane Stream. So make sure and check that out. Um, yeah, last weekend we done the Pro Sport Truck Series. It was fantastic. Uh, great viewership. Um, we're going to get better and better at this. And so for those that are not familiar, uh, go to Kane Stream Media on YouTube and subscribe, join. There is a membership fee for a lot of the content. Uh, not all of it, but uh, there's a lot of content that's going to has a membership fee. So if that's something you guys are interested in, check it out. Uh, I know... We've done two episodes of Dog Life with Russ Beller and one with Keith Sutmiller. And we'll have uh, part three of Beller and part two of Sutmiller coming out real quick, too. So check those out. Those are fantastic. That's where you're going to find the Elite Handler Series events and all that good stuff. But um, let's talk. Let's let's talk Kane Street Media for a little bit now that we're on the subject. Um, thanks to everybody. Uh, that checked us out down at Pro Sport Hunt. Uh, it was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. And I think that uh, the the covering of those events is, is going to be a big deal for the future of King Street. And uh, we're going to do that with as many events as we can get to. Um, coon dogs, squirrel dogs, you name the kennel club, beagles, retrievers, bird dogs, you name it. Eventually, we're going to be doing all that. And so the... The feedback was good. The the uh, the viewership was good. Um, everybody 
the numbers the numbers were fantastic we had i think we were up to like 3500 views i think on the finals and then uh, the semifinal updates and stuff went really well i had mason bush with me he did good uh don't tell him i said that but it was nice to have an extra hand there and to uh to help me along with those so yeah just wanted to say thanks uh that alabama a good springs alabama club is is fantastic um brad durham and the gang down there do such a good job probably the best club in the country and yeah great hunt great time congrats to ashley ashley hopkins and ty anderson and dice uh they come out with a win there and so yeah just wanted to say thanks um that was cool we had a great time um we got to do the coverage and we're gonna keep doing it uh so yeah stay tuned it's gonna be fun it's gonna be wild and uh it's only gonna get better and better and better as we go but let's get in i want to get into some of these these squirrel dog questions or squirrel dog questions these dog questions the first one happens to be a question about squirrel dogs uh train walker squirrel dogs as a matter of fact uh this is from mike polky polk i'm not sure how to pronounce that mike if i screw up your name uh i'm sorry i apologize i think it is polky but i don't know we'll wing it we'll see mike let me know but he says uh Josh, I really enjoy the podcast. Thank you. Ooh, awesome in that role. <laughs> I appreciate that too. I used to coon hunt. Uh, hunted with dogs that all went back to Wade Grashwitz Jill dog, actually. Uh, but I'm a little older and like to get to bed on time and feel good at work. I understand that. I've always loved my walker dogs and want to get into squirrel hunting pretty hard. And hopefully that will satisfy my coon hunting desire. Do you know of anyone with an active and winning breeding program of training walker squirrel dogs? And Mike, I hate to tell you, but no, I don't. Um, and I think, and I just let me know if I'm wrong. You guys just send me an email, Josh at Joy Dog Food. Let me know if I'm wrong. But a majority of squirrel of train walker squirrel dogs are dogs that were just wanted to tree squirrels from a young age and they could make coonhounds out of. I don't know of anybody. I'm sure someone is, uh, but I don't personally know of anybody that's breeding uh, just for uh, squirrels with walker dogs i know they're winning i know there's some walker dogs that are winning uh, especially some walker crosses and so that's an area to look at too mike but the best thing you can do is uh yeah if you shoot a message to joey poston or samuel green or one of those guys that are really heavy into the squirrel dogs and you get cody moreland or chris knight or shane mason or them guys that 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 know squirrel dogs and talk squirrel dogs all the time uh, they'll let you know. Uh, they would know much better than I would. But it is an interesting concept because now I don't, this is going to make somebody mad, I'm sure, but walkers are dominating the competition world in coonhounds. I mean, they just, no one can argue that. And they can say it's numbers or they can say it's this or they can say it's that, but they dominate. Uh, and that that's it. Now, squirrel hunting is a different ballgame. I don't see, I, I don't know. And maybe they will. I don't see walkers dominating squirrel hunt. But they might. Uh, if you check out the Sutt Miller podcast or you check out Dog Life with Keith Sutt Miller, he's got some walker bird dog mixes. He's got some walker whatever curve bird dog mixes and stuff that are really good. And so, yeah, it's hard to say. Um, it's an interesting concept, just breeding for squirrel dogs and just breeding tree walkers because 
most uh, diehard tree and walker breeders are not going to breed to squirrel hunt. I mean, they're going to breed to tree coons and, and wind coon hunts. So I don't know, Mike, it's a good question. I appreciate you sending it to me, though. Uh, another question, Jonathan McLean. In your opinion, does a well-rounded hound stand a better chance at a UKC or PKC world title, or does the hound geared more for PKC stand a better chance at the PKC world title and vice versa? Uh, the reason I'm asking this, I feel like I've always hunted both equally and wondered if it's best to pick one hound and one registration and go all in. I'm looking at it from the standpoint of if I'm ever going to win a world title, I got to step up big time, 42 years old, but father time shows us no mercy. And that is the truth. Um, we all want to win a world hunt. I, I, even I would like to win a world hunt. Um, I don't hunt near as hard as I should now. I've hunted one night a week, probably is all I'm getting in. Now, do I go hunting a lot? Yes. Uh, since we've launched Cane Stream, I go hunting a lot, but it's never with my dogs. <laughs> and so I'm also 43 years old. I'm 43. So me and Jonathan are about the same age. And I'm looking down the road, and I may not live that long, but once Cane Stream is, is viable or bankrupt, one or the other, and uh, once I feel that, you know, I've done all I can do in this area as far as media. Uh, I'm going to go back to hunting and I'm going to win something big. And so I'm going to try to keep myself in the best shape possible. So I'm still allowed to do that because this may take a while. And uh, we're not getting any younger. But when I do that, uh, I'm not going to just pick one. Uh, hunt them both. The guys that, the guys that win world hunts, one thing that they do do, is they go to a lot of hunts and you're not going to be able to uh, see how your dog stacks up in one versus another without going to both of them. Uh, do I think one's harder to win than the other? Maybe it's hard to say. Um, they're very close UKC and PKC as far as their world titles and, and they're, they're difficult. And now that UKC's world championship pays money and they have, uh, the tournament champions and things like that. Uh, there are more guys from the PKC side hunting. Uh, you're going to see that. So right now it, it's a, it's a blend of both. And since they started paying money, it's been guys that are very active in PKC that seem to win it, uh, in UKC most years. And so who knows? No, I don't think you're better off picking one and going all in. Um, you're better off getting a dog that could win either. And, uh, it takes a well-rounded hound. Uh, there are some dogs that are not well-rounded that can win a world hunt, but they are so good at the one thing that they do that they can make up for some of the faults that they have. And those are, those are hard to come by, but yeah, go, go compete at a high level. One thing about it, I I've been able, if I've been able to see the best dogs on the planet now for two years and i'm in the finals i'm videoing the finals of nearly every major event um i'm talking to these winners i'm at all these hunts i see these dogs go um early rounds late rounds elite handler series final fours all over i know what it takes and so i'm gonna have a leg up but to really know what it takes you got to be there and so go to both of them go to go to the best level of competition that you can find in your area and that's what you need to hunt and that's what you need to put your dog in and that's where you know 
that's where you're going to learn whether you need to fix some holes in your game or not or your dog's game and so yeah no i don't i don't think you're better off picking one or the other and plus there's these are such great organizations we need to support them both anyway i mean pkc ukc pro sport let's go to all of them uh let's compete in all of them let's do our best to keep those kennel clubs viable and uh you know dead set on doing well in the future and so that's my opinion i don't know you guys let me know what you think which one's the hardest one to win uh i think i don't know ukc has i think once you get past the first once you get past zones and sometimes end zones uh you're you're at a very 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 high level oh and handler but when you look at pkc you're going to have more professional handlers uh in that event usually maybe not i don't know i haven't looked at the numbers so i don't know it's a good question and another good question was sent in by jacob loy how does a person make it to the top what are the ingles davenport's dunlaps doing to be consistently that um to be consistent that common hunters aren't uh, what type of dog does it take to compete at the highest level uh, two-part question um and they kind of they kind of coincide here what type of dog does it take and what does it take as a handler and it takes a lot of work um you look at these guys i'll give an example uh that last drop making that last drop and that the guys like me haven't been doing uh where you know a dog needs some work but it's 2 a.m. and you got to get up for work tomorrow and all that stuff. Um, and you, you don't make it. You, you take the easy route. You load the dog up and you, you've hunted four or five hours and you feel really good. Someone out there is doing that last drop. Someone out there is doing more than you and they're working harder than you. And they're, they're doing it at a high level and they've got some knowledge. And those are the guys that are going to beat you. Those are the Dunlaps and the Davenports and the Ingles that you talk about. And do they do it all the time? No. No. Does, do you think John Strickland hunts 350 days a year? No. No, he don't. Hunts pretty hard. But uh, he's not hunting all the time. But at one point he did. At one point all these guys did. At one point they worked hard enough and were out there enough and, and doing the work that that they they figured it out and so what separates really great handlers and really great dog men is pretty much the same thing that separates really great dogs and good dogs and dogs to great there's a different big difference between good to great um so you have to have as far as the the handler goes you have to have some dog talent and some dog knowledge you have to have a little and then you got to have a lot of heart and it's no different than it is with the hound do they need some talent yes but how hard is it to tree a raccoon or a dog i mean it's not that hard we have we always have a kennel full of dogs that can do that can tree a coon right that that's a pretty low bar and that's just being able to tree a coon is not is not going to be you know, good enough to compete at a high level. And so 
that dog has to have some heart and hustle and drive, no matter what. Every time you unsnap that dog, or most times, it has to have a mind, his mind or her mind on Trinica. That's it. It has to have a little bit of talent and a lot of focus and a lot of heart. I mean, that's not, sounds easy, <laughs> but it's not. It's, it's very difficult to do. Um, they usually have one or the other. Uh, they very rarely have both. And if they have both, you're short on brain sometimes and you get some other issues and stuff. But just look for a dog that has some talent. And does it have to be the best track dog? No. Does it have to be the greatest layup dog you ever seen? No. Would that help? You bet. That would be fantastic. Does it have to be 100% accurate? Nope. Nope. You can get by with 60. And if they've got all kinds of gear, and all kinds of heart, and on that third night in a row in a late round, they're still moving around good, and they're still hunting hard, and their prey drive's still up, and they're not paying attention to them other dogs because they're focused on tree and coons instead of what everything's going on around them. And that's a really good dog. It's an elite dog. And elite handlers make elite dogs. I mean, really, really good guys and hardworking dog men with just a little bit of dog talent and a little bit of knowledge but a lot of heart that are focused on that one thing, uh, are going to win. And so that's my answer. That's the best I can, best I can articulate it uh, that I think that I know of anyway. So anyway, that's it. Thanks for joining us this week on tree dog Tuesday. I enjoyed it as usual. Uh, remember we got working dog Wednesday tomorrow. And then, uh, we also have, a lot of good stuff coming up on Kane Street Media. Um, we have the Jarvis Humphreys Memorial this weekend. Uh, so tune in there Friday night and Saturday night. Hopefully they hunt it off. We'll have those finals live. Uh, if they don't, we will have the best semifinal coverage available. So, uh, yeah, thanks for joining us on Tree Dog Tuesday. Uh, remember to tune in, uh, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And uh, we will see you next week.